What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Yo, what up, Jonah? What up, Emmett? Uh, we're just waiting for Kurt. Uh, and I believe his dad is going to be in here, too. I'm going to get them them in here, and um, then I'll go ahead and put the tweet out, and we'll be ready to go. I do appreciate y'all putting on my uh, notifications, man. It means a lot. Mark, Nick, what's up? Jonah, Emmett, Garrett, CJ, Stan, Sam, Brody, John, Kyle, what up? Zuki, what up? Touchdowns, what up? Brayden, what up? Tyler, what up? Ronnie, what up? Nick, I am too, man. I am too. I am too. Dayton, what up? Ryan, what up? We have a pretty decent um we, we have a pretty decent uh lineup this this week, man. And um the more people like me doing things like like this that isn't necessarily current events, just getting um former former players on here, current players on here, uh we'll do a lot more of that. We'll do a lot more of that. Nate, Monty, Manny, Mitch, Alex, Chris, what up? Javo, what up? Hey, Kurt, I just sent you uh, an invite to come up. I think that's Kurt's. I think that's Kurt's dad. Yeah, just basically let me see. Um, all right, we're good now. We're good. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, share this on Twitter. Um, once again, man, I appreciate everyone who had the notifications on. On that's pretty dope. Um. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll get going here in in a quick sec, and then we'll uh, go ahead and get started. Yeah, so Kurt, thanks, man, for uh, especially you and your dad being able to uh, come up today. I appreciate y'all. Uh, we have um, I have a lineup this week, and this is like the first time I've I've done it. And to get you on here on Monday is awesome. Uh, I have a Michigan State uh, basketball signee uh, coming on tomorrow. Then I have uh, an NBA personal trainer coming on here on Wednesday. So um, 
So thank you guys for uh, coming on here and hanging out for a little bit. No problem. No problem. No problem. All right. I'm going to see if my tweet went through. I mean, it could be 30 people in here, 40, 50, 60, 100. I never know. Um, Most I've had in here is like over 300. That was like after a game. Um, People have had uh, NBA pros on here, NFL pros on here, MLB pros. Um, So hopefully, hopefully um, we get up to – we. Get up to those just to make sure that uh, you know we have the utmost awareness of what's happening around here. Um. So first of all, uh, congratulations on graduating, man. Thank you, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> That's you. always dope. That's always the. It's always the goal, and for free. I'm sure Dad is happy that he didn't have to pay that much, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> that helps him out too. That helps him out too. Um, now, where where are you guys at now? Are you guys back home? Yes, I'm back home. Y'all back home? Okay, okay. Now, what what is your what is your slogan? Because as soon as I put out, I have Kurt Taylor coming into locker room. Uh, people were like messing up your slogan. They were like. Uh, they were like hard work beats talent, and then they were like, uh, they were they were like uh, uh, hard work defeats like talent or something. What what is your exact slogan? The slogan is hard work is undefeated. Hard work. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard, right? Yeah, it's, not hard. <laughs> it's, it's really not that hard. People but everything they're saying is correct, though. Yeah, people were chopping it up. I'm like, what is going yeah. on right now, man? What's yeah. going on? What's happening? Um, is that something that like your your uh, family started? Was that by a trainer? Was that by was that just something that just happened one night? I mean, it's something that my family like lives by. Like, it's just the foundation we've been living by. So, you know, my dad just picked that saying up. I've been saying this since I was. Little, and just ran with it. Now, is it just you, or do you have brothers and sisters and all that? Oh, I, I have uh, I have brothers and sisters too. Now, are they into athletics, or do they kind of do their own their own uh, uh, thing? Uh, they they doing their own thing. They doing their own thing. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And I and I and I want to elaborate with the hard work is undefeated. Um, Thirty years ago. Uh, I, I always said you might be you might be more talented than me, but you'll never outwork me because hard work is undefeated. And I, I played at the University of Hawaii basketball and uh, from New York City, and that's what the that's where it germinated like thirty some years ago. And I just branded, and I believe through hard work you can accomplish anything in life. So I always instill that in my kids that hard work, hard work. You work hard, great things will happen no matter what you're doing, like off the court, on the field, in the classroom. Anything you do in life requires hard work, and that's the foundation of this family, and that's the foundation how this world was built on, hard work. That's all facts. That's all facts. So you played at at, at Hawaii. University of Hawaii. Hawaii? Basketball, yeah. Okay, okay. Now, now were they Division One then, too? Yes, Division One. We uh, made it, uh, played Syracuse in the playoff. We was in the WAC conference with Tuxedo, El Paso, BYU, Utah. UNLV with us in our conference. So how was that like like traveling wise? Like that is that like that that would be the one thing that would have been totally different than anybody else's experience when it comes to college athletics. You know, you have to cross the, the Pacific Ocean just to hoop in two games and then you go back home. That's how we, we was on the road all the time. Every other weekend, we traveling. But like I say, that was a life-changing experience for me growing up in the inner city of New York from a kid from the ghetto of New York and had the opportunity to go to school in paradise. Basketball saved my life. And, and from then, 
it changed me as a man to become a better father while I am to this day. So it was a wonderful experience and it's a life changing experience. I love that. I love that. So then you went from Hawaii and then you went and settled back in back in Georgia? No, I went from Hawaii and I uh, wound up playing professional basketball in Brazil, China, and a short uh, a, a stint of career pro professional basketball. Then I migrate back to New York. Then I moved to Atlanta. Ah, okay. Okay, good to know. Good to know. I didn't know all that. That's pretty I dope. Know that, that's, why, that's why I'm telling you. I know you didn't know the that's history. Pretty that's pretty dope. Um, so, all right. So, oh, Kurt, you were in the 2017 class, right? Yes, sir. 2017. Now you had you had a bunch of div- division one offers coming in. Yeah. Um, can you can you let people know kind of like what re- what recruiting is like? Man, uh, people in high school. Uh, I was recruiting it's a, it's a long process, but um, I, I would just say you know. Uh, just getting exposed, man. Just getting exposed to going, like putting yourself out there to college camps, you know, college visits, so coaches can see you, so you'll be recognized. I would highly recommend them to be exposed. Um, and most importantly, just just work hard and do what you do, man. Like it's football or any sport you're doing. Like just just believe in yourself, work hard, and just be exposed and. Great things will happen, man. So that's all I can say. Now, at what point were you thinking, like, wow, I can really, like, like this isn't only a I'm going to play football, you know, three, four years varsity and then move on and go to college just for academics. At what point were you like, hey, I can get my school and paid for um, was that while you were in high school? Was that while you were in middle school? Was it more of you just kind of did what you did and you and you pretty much said, um, you know, if that's meant to be, it's meant to be? Or, like, uh, at what point did something just turn on for you? Uh, I would say, like, during, during middle school, I feel like, like um, everything clicked for me. I, I could, Like, I felt like, I was physically gifted. I like I worked hard, and I, I was list like I listened and was coachable. So I was like, "Damn, if I keep doing this and stay consistent um, through, throughout my years, then I know great things will happen. I know I'll be looked at. I know colleges will come, and that's all I did, man. Just stuck through it, trusted. And and and, and can and can I expound on that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just want to I just want to say this uh, uh, for for Kurt's sake. A lot of people don't know his story, and his and story should be told because he's like the hardest working person I've ever met in my life. He worked harder than me. People don't realize when 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 Kurt was in the sixth grade, he actually was injured and he was in a wheelchair for two years. And the what? doctor told him that he'll never play football again. And he looked at me and said, "Dad, I want to play football, man." And he propelled himself to where he's at to this day. And a lot of people don't know that story. He's the hardest working kid I've met in my life, and I'm proud of him. Wow. I did not know that. That's pretty yeah. sick. That's and pretty a lot of people don't know that story. That? He went from not being known in Covington to having, like, 50 offers when someone said he couldn't even play football again. And he was a backup running back, like the eighth, eighth string. Ain't no one believed in him but himself and me. And I say, one day you're going to play in the NFL in the sixth grade after he broke his leg, and he's where he at right now through hard work and dedication. That's the story behind Kurt Taylor. I love it. I love that. See, people don't people don't understand, like, you know, there is a story behind everybody. Like, there is a story behind everybody. And, and there are a lot of people who want to make judgments. There are a lot of people who want to think that they know when at the end of the day, they have zero clue. They have zero clue. Do you know how many kids would have just given up? Yeah, a lot of would. A lot of people would. But... Like, that's hard. That is hard. Being, being, being able to not only, not only break your leg, but that happened in middle school, right? Like, since I was the eighth, yes. eighth grade? Yes. Like, 
honestly, like seventh and eighth grade, that is a very that is a very fragile time for a lot of people. One, you're you know the way that kids are, they change in those years. One, two, those are the years you're getting ready for the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest four years of your life that will set you up for the rest of it. And the fact that you took those two years, it, it, it would have been very easy for you to just be like, hey, you know what? It's not for me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But you, But it's almost like you took that and you took that as you took that as a a challenge, right? You took that challenge, and then for you to go from that to getting a full ride to play at a blue blood like Michigan is a story in itself, and that's and that is that is wild. That is wild stuff. And that's awesome, man. And I tell everybody, hard work is undefeated. It's just not a slogan. It's actually a lifestyle. And uh, he's an example and epitome of hard work is undefeated. And once you hear his story, man, it's like it's amazing. I'm his father. I'm there every day. And I got confidence. I believe in him. Always believe in him. And he went from that to like 50 offers, man. And I'm like, wow, man. It's, it's God is so good, man. And I'm truly grateful to him. See, I had no clue. I had no clue. I had no clue. Um, so, so if you guys don't know my backstory, so I played at Michigan for uh, three years with John Beeline, and I registered my first year um, at Michigan. So, yeah, I do have to say when I came into Michigan, um. I really wanted to play that first year. I really wanted to play. But I had about three or four upperclassmen in my position in front of me. Um, now, when it comes to football, three or four, hey, you beat out two, you get snaps, right? Uh-huh. But in basketball, you beat out two, you're still not playing that much <laughs> because it's limited space and all that. Um, so it was almost like – I. I really came in just to get ready for my second year, right? When it comes to you, because we're we're all different, and all my boys had different experiences and a different mindset coming in. One thing that I did not have was I did not have, like, like yeah, like, I have a dad. I have a mom. Uh, neither are athletic. <laughs> um, I didn't really have that circle that most people had to like always be in my ear saying this or, or, you know, saying that now when you first got to Michigan now, who else was in that running back room? Like, did you come in thinking that you may take a year to get into that rotation or like, what was your mindset like then? Um, my set, my set was to play, but also like I knew I had, Ahead, like a, a running back ahead of ahead of me, uh, to also learn from, and you know, get some tips on like the experience and you know the plays and all that stuff. So, which I had that I had some uh good people in the room that you know always gave me free games. So that was a good thing for me. Not not a lot of teammates do. Yeah, not a lot of teammates do. They will hold back as much information as possible to make sure that you stay where you're at. Right. So that's at least a good culture, for sure. Definitely, definitely. Sure. Um, and then and then I believe you transferred in your in your second year, right? Um, uh, yeah. I have to ask you, um, Dad, so do you think that was – was that more so like a family thing, an inner circle thing? Um, was it – a mutual thing between you and your son, just having real conversations. How did that kind of come about? Because transfers happen all the time. Uh, I was a fifth year transfer. Um, you see the transfer portal this year in basketball, like 25% of the country is leaving for a different school. So it's not like, you know, something wild that like goes down, but the methods on how you get to just deciding to transfer, um, they're 
they're always different, whether whether the coach recommends it or whether um, you kind of see the writing and you're like, hey, look, this was dope, but I want to be on the field. What kind of went all into that? Um, to answer that question, um, that's a good question, and that's one thing uh, that Kirk going to talk about. But I, I always been a Michigan fan from day one. Um, not because he got offered by Michigan. It's the fact that I've been a Michigan fan from for 30, 40 years. And not because Michigan played football. I know the academic side of it as well. I'd say this, I always tell him, this is not a four-year scholarship, it's a 40-year plan. And it, between Michigan and Notre Dame, from my history and knowing, knowing the alumni base, they probably had the largest alumni base in the world. And I always say, if you graduate from the University of Michigan, you're going to have a job for the rest of your life. I always said that to him, you know. Um, but when you're young, and and I and I, like right now, he's so mature, he understands, he got insight. You know, I had a lot of experience. I understand a lot of things. He didn't have the insight like I had. And, and I encourage him to always stay at Michigan because I love Michigan. Michigan is, like, to me, one of the best schools ever. To me, to this day, I tell him, they still my favorite team of all time. To this day, I'm a Michigan fan. Um, so it, it was kind of it kind of hurt at first, but I know kids uh, young at that time when he's young wasn't mature enough to understand the 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 responsibility of a student athlete at that particular time in his life. So I understand I understood it because I was young before and I understand like what I say. Your father said a lot of things to you. Your mother said a lot of things to you when you was young. You don't get it until later, and. Yeah. But I still make sure what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And I say, we never run from a situation. We just work it out. But when kids, when young kids, you got to understand they're in the situation themselves. So you got to sometimes put them, yourself in their shoes and they see something you don't see. And I can't knock what he did because that's coming from him. This is his career. My job is to continue being the father to him and continue giving good advice. But at that time, it wasn't my decision. It was his decision. That was That's one of the decisions you got to make as a man in your life. You got to make decisions in your life, and you got to live by it. And it worked out for him, you know, in, in, in terms of what it did now, you know, because I could see what he's doing. He's maturing. He, he's making moves. He's doing well. He graduated college. He, everything I thought he was going to do at Michigan, he's doing it now. So the ultimate goal was to get your college degree. You graduated, and now you have two years left to play. You know, you still got two more years left to play football. And, gotcha. and and, and it's, it's to me, it's beautiful. But at that time, Michigan, me, me and Jim Harbaugh always had a great relationship. Um, the the, the Universal football, um, football team was wearing the brand Hard Workers Undefeated. The Hard Workers Undefeated brand was inside the MDM stores. It was beautiful. It was just a beautiful situation. Um, and for Kurt, it was a great situation for him to, to do bigger things. And like I say now, I'm excited for him because he had a school. He's happy. And... Um, and he made that decision, and we wasn't mad. At first, we, we didn't understand it or understood it at the time. But now, as times progress and he's matured as a man now, he made the best decision for him. And and because I can't live – I can live vicarious to him, but I can't be him. He got to understand the decision. He made it for himself. He got to live by it. And whatever he's doing right now, he's shown me he made a great decision for him, and I am excited for him. That's more or less my story behind that. I love it. I love it. Now, That's the question you got to ask Kirk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. You yeah. ask my question. You ask my opinion. As a yeah. father, I love Michigan, man. I'm a gold blue. I love Michigan, man. I was totally against it. I, 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 I love Michigan, man. I just know it's not a four-year plan. It's a 40-year plan at Michigan. I love Michigan. I love it. And he know that. And to this day, he know I'm a Michigan fan to the day I die. I love it. All right, Kurt. Your turn, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I understood. I always give, always give thanks to uh, Coach Harbaugh um, for giving me the opportunity just to be at Michigan. Um, really appreciate that. And you know, the fans and support is the best. Like, it's like no other. So, love the fans, love everything. But, like, like I, like, like, like I know now, like, I'm more mature now. Like, my mindset now, like, I would say, like, um, I didn't, like, have that when I was at Michigan. So, I felt like uh, the best thing for me, just personally, 
was just to go to the Juco route, get my mind right, and um, be more mature, life lessons and all that. Uh, and I needed that just personally. It, it had nothing to do with the physical and all that. It was just like just personally and mentally. So, Got you. Yeah. So I am a huge Last Chance U fan. Like I watched Last Chance U. Um, I binge on that show like just randomly every other week. Um, you went to Iowa CC for one year, right? Mm-hmm. Have you watched the 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 uh, Last Chance You show? Yeah, I have. Uh huh. What is the correlation? Like, mm-hmm. like you're in, like you're you are on a team now with people who have come from all over, whether it's other D ones, D twos, D threes, NAIA's guys who are on their second chance, right? Uh, possibly that if they don't do this, then like they'll be in prison. Right. People who graduated from high school with like a one four and they got to get their GPA up. And, you know, you're, you know, some guys are just walking on who are just from the area. So how was that experience for you? Man, it was crazy, man. Like I knew like when I got there, I had like one goal in mind was to get there, do what I had to do. Get up out of there. So I had that mindset. So the whole time I was thinking about the end goal. So boom, I was there, just worked hard, make sure I did. Everything I had to do with the schoolwork, you know, on the field. So, uh, so I made sure I had to do what I had to do. But the experience-wise, I mean, it's crazy. Like, like everything you see, like from last chance, you it's really dead. Like, it's people, like it's people coming from big schools. Like I had, like coming down from JUCO, and it's crazy. Like, it's crazy to see like people come from big schools, and you would think they had that mindset to get out and do mm-hmm. better things, but it's crazy that they like they like go the other way, do the wrong things, and I just look. I'm like, dang, like you don't understand. Like this is the last chance. Like it's like this, this is chance. it. Like this is it, my guy. Like <laughs> what are we doing here? Right. Oh man. I was like, you you not, not understand. Like this is the last chance. Like after this is done. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's either you do it like, here or you go home. Doing the bad things like. I, I I didn't understand it, so, but I I try try to give them like like tips up, heads up about like just focus on the end goal, man. Like you only here for a couple more months. Like don't let nobody, don't let people bring you down. Like don't let people put you in bad situations. Like stay away from that. And you know it just happens, but I mean, Juco was really a good experience for me. Like. Like learn life life uh experience it really matured me as a man actually so I think it was good for me uh, mentally and as a person so it was good and I know as a Michigan athlete like you like you understood real quick how spoiled how spoiled Ooh, man. <laughs> But I could I couldn't keep I kept uh I couldn't have kept on like thinking on that because if I kept on thinking of that then you know you have I, never I'll moved forward track. you have I'll never track moved on the forward. Go, but I just keep moving forward man. But I know, I know it was was nothing like Michigan. Heck no, <laughs> <laughs> nothing like Michigan. Man. Like, I don't think people understand that. Like, the amount of gear you get, right? A limited man. You, oh man, did y'all have um, training tables at us uh, at South Quad still or no? Uh, training tables? No, no, it was at South Quad. They were. There was, it wasn't no uh it wasn't no training to this Okay. Man, we used to we on like it was like it was like two days a week. So like sometimes we ate training tables at like that little pavilion that's between the the basketball arena and the big house, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So yeah, like we would eat in there, but sometimes they'll be like, Hey look, um, they're using the 
they're, they're uh, using that pavilion for X, Y, and Z. So we had to go to South Quad to eat with the football team. And y'all be having the y'all be having like lobster, shrimp, <laughs> steak, <laughs> steak. Man, eating good. Man, y'all had steak, lobster, y'all had everything, man. And like we had the same stuff, but we were like a fraction of y'all. So I so our steaks were like half the size and didn't have as many. Y'all had like twenty out steaks. It was it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And then you go down to Iowa CC is probably like old cheeseburgers and stuff. And <laughs> man, eating at the cafeteria every day, man. Cafeteria. Cafeteria. <laughs> you know how the cafeteria food is, so. Oh yeah, right, they, they humbled you real quick, <laughs> man. They humbled you real quick. Humbled you real quick, like damn. <laughs> I tell you that much, man. That humbled you real quick. So, like, I went from Michigan to Toledo, and even that drop off was heavy. I can't imagine JUCO drop off. Like that's like well, that's going from like Earth to like Pluto. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Oh snap! All right, yeah. so all right, so like you went down there, you balled out. Was it was was recruiting similar as high school? Um, when it came to JUCO, like you know, going from high school to um, Michigan was it similar, like going from JUCO to the next level, or was it a little uh, bit different? I mean, like I would say something similar. Uh, you got college coaches that uh, all around that always come down and visit any players that they interested in. So they'll come down, see like watch you working out, or come to practices. I seen a lot of college coaches come to practices. Seeing like players, uh, look at players. So it's it's, a, it's much similar to high school. So okay, yeah. gotcha. And then I saw you chose is that Tennessee Tech? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Now that was probably a, a step up when it comes to being spoiled. Like it probably wasn't Michigan, but you had a lot more. Yeah, it's more than there. Juco. I know. Yeah, it's more than Juco. That's Michigan. That's all. <laughs> Now, was it weird playing in the in the uh, spring? Uh, yeah, I mean, or was it, it like eh, you know I'm playing? I mean, I'm so good. It probably was weird because you're used to playing like during the fall season, but I mean, you just had to. I mean, it been like a year and some change, so I was like, might as well, man. It's been a minute, so lace them up. Yeah, lace them up. So, are are you gonna stay at ten Tennessee Tech for these last <laughs> two years? It's a good question. I mean, yeah. <laughs> great, great question. <laughs> great question. <laughs> 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 Yo, funny man. <laughs> oh man! So, all right, all right. We'll we'll skip that. We'll skip that. But um, but you do have two years left. Yes. It takes about two years to get your to get your master's. So now, right. if you did leave, you'll be a graduate transfer. Um, and then you'll have two years left, which is huge. Uh-huh. Why? Because you'll still get your two years paid for, and you'll be able to leave school with your master's, paying zero dollars into it, which would be um, amazing stuff. So. What we'll, we'll kind of let that go? Um, so after you after you graduate or like once you leave school, I understand that like NFL is the thing, right? Like you want to yeah. get to the league, right. make a couple M's, you know, right. set your family up for for life and all that. Um, and I, I'm not gonna call this your backup plan, but what do you see yourself doing long term? Long term, man. Uh, like ever since like. Um... Growing up, I always loved being around, like, the kids. Like, it's all about the youth for me, like, inspiring the youth. Like, could be a mentor, 
you know, personal trainer, something like something being involved with kids. Like I love the excitement, love the joy of kids, um, the joy of them like wanting to know who you are and want to know your story. It's always good to like be around that. So that always gives me excitement. Do stuff like okay. that. Yeah. I like that. And you don't know really what that's gonna look like, but it's gonna be something that deals yeah. with that. I got For you. Sure. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and open it up for questions. So if you guys want to come up and ask a question, we'll get you one by one. By one. Uh, I do want to be mindful of of their time. So, Kurt, I'm going to hit you with 10 questions, all right? Just quick. All right. Quick 10. So when it comes to lifting the, the bench press, the number is 225, right? Yep. How many times can you get that up? So you asked the most I did or how much I – I mean, the most I could do, last time I did, 24. 24? Yeah. And you strong as hell, man. <laughs> For basketball players, it's how many times can, can you lift 185? Like, that's <laughs> our thing. It's 185. Yeah. Now, how many times can you get up 185? Y'all jacking up 225. I don't even yeah. think I've ever worked out with two. 25 before, let alone pump that thing 20 some times. <laughs> Good lord. Um, what is your 40? 40, 4 5, 4 5, but I'm definitely working on that. Definitely going, it's 4 5 though, but definitely working on it, get a little lower. So, okay. Yeah. All right. This question is for is for both of y'all. What is the nickname your parents or family used to, used to call you? Nickname? Uh, my grandma. My grandma called me Kirby, uh, or I could just get like the symbol like KT because my initials. Uh, but really, the nickname was Kirby, like for my grandma, for real. But usually, they just call me Kirk, though. Okay, favorite favorite video game. Favorite video game. Mm, good question. Two uh, K. Favorite athlete. Favorite athlete. Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Uh, Dog, you know I still I'm still not able to watch anything with Kobe. Yeah. I'm st- I still I'm still I thought I was there, but I'm <laughs> I'm I'm not there yet. I yeah. thought I was there, but I'm not there yet. Um I haven't seen I haven't seen his um you know that big thing at uh Staples with like Mike and Shaq and all them? Right. That whole going away thing, I haven't even been able to like watch that. Like yeah. I'm, like I'm, I'm like, it, it's, it's still crazy to think like he's he's gone. Like it don't feel like I'm like, man. and it sucks. You know, it sucks yeah. because it's much better. It sucks because he had he had so much more to give. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I like it hurt me because he was a big advocate for women's basketball. He had so many other things going on, and I thought that he was going to be more impactful now in retirement than he was while he was playing, Uh and I couldn't wait to see how he was going to do that because he's crazy smart, right? Yeah, very smart. I I just couldn't wait to see what he had going, and and that just sucks for a lot of people, man. Yeah. Sucks for a lot of people. Uh Um, All right, favorite movie? Favorite movie? I got a couple actually. All right, top three. Um, top three. three. Good. Yeah, I like that. Um, Juice. Mm-hmm. Um, got to put Friday in there. Okay. Uh, hmm. The third one. That's a good one. Um, I can put Belly in there. Okay. Okay. If y'all know what Juice is in the in the uh, chat. Make sure y'all watch Juice, man. My, my, my man's Tupac wilding out in that movie. Yeah, he was wilding. He was wilding out in that movie. All right. Uh, favorite music artist? Tupac. Okay. Favorite show? Just like favorite. TV show, cartoon? T- TV anything. show? Uh, Martin. Martin? Okay. Okay. All right. Who's your favorite Martin... Who is your favorite Martin character on there? Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. Uh, 
gotta go with Jerome. Jerome. <laughs> Jerome. Jerome. Look at the white shoes. Look at the white shoes. <laughs> Look at Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That dude is a clown, man. Oh, I love Jerome, bro. Man. I love Jerome. Jerome is good. Um, I think the uh, uh, repairman dude is uh, yeah. is uh, underrated. I think he's underrated. Um, and uh, Dragonfly Jones be having yeah, me Dragonfly crying. Yeah, oh, Dragonfly. my God. Yo, him too. Dragonfly Jones be having me crying. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Favorite food. Favorite food, uh, steak, steak. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Last thing, this this is gonna be more. Um, the the first nine were like more like general, mm-hmm. but I need the the funniest thing that happened at a Michigan practice. Whoo, funniest thing. <laughs> I, I I need a little time to think on that. The funniest thing that we have in Michigan practice. Uh, Mm. There's so much things, man. Uh, I remember. Okay, I remember. <laughs> so, um, it was you know, Coach Harbaugh. He always like uh, he behind everything, so he watching it. everybody like practicing and stuff like that. So, and sometimes he be in the way, like he be, he on the field, so he be everywhere. So. <laughs> I think I don't know what it was. I think it was like he was in a way though. He was in a way. It was like someone was gonna catch the ball or run into, and you know how he is. Like he he bending down, he watching, and they coming towards him. So he trying to backpedal fast as he can to get out of the way. Man, just stumbled like a mother. It, it was crazy. Like he stumbled and fell, and he got up so fast. I'm like. Like it, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, but but it was crazy because like everybody like just looked looked at it and just like and, like it was nothing. Like wasn't laughing or nothing. It's Coach Hart, so I mean, ain't, ain't nothing you can say. You can't say you can't laugh or nothing. So it, it ain't. It, it's funny, but it's not funny. It's funny. But it ain't funny. It's funny, but it's not funny. So it's funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> you, you can't you can't show him you laughing. It's over. Nope. <laughs> you gotta be focused in practice. You gotta be focused. You gotta be focused. Um. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, someone asked, "What were your What are your top Tupac songs? Top like." Like, give me, like, a number. Top, top, top five. Top five? Dang. Dude, this is from Aaron. Okay. 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 Let's go to the... Okay. So, I got Me Against the World. All right. Uh, it Ain't Easy. Uh, Two of America's Most Wanted with Snoop Dogg. All right. Um, Dear Mama. Okay. And... Ooh, hell Mary. Okay. Okay, okay. Now, do you like that song from um from Above the Rim? Above the uh, pain? 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 pain, right? Yeah, I yeah, love I love that song. I love that song. I love it. they played it like five times during during, during that movie. movie. Yeah. I don't even care. I don't even care. That song and, and, that and song so was... many tears also. So many yeah, tears. Yeah, so many tears too, yeah. Yeah. It's so many songs I like. There's so many songs. He just he just didn't miss, bro. He he just yeah, he didn't missed. miss. Energy was unmatched. Like, oh my god, him and the mix. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, question from Jeremy Cordell: What would you like to improve or change at you at uh, Michigan football if you had the chance? Ooh, that's a good question. Can you repeat that one more time? I like, I like that question. What would you like to improve or change? At Michigan football, if you had the chance. If I had the chance, uh, just just knowing, just being more matured, and you know, uh, and just 
listening, you know, just just being more mature and it was nothing physical. It's just just personally. So I'll say like being aware, more aware of where I was at and you know, mature. Okay. All right. Joe asked, what guys on the team did you get closest with? You talking about Michigan? Yep. Oh, I got Benjamin St. Juice. We still close to this day. Um, Didn't he just get drafted? Yeah, he, he just got drafted. Yep. Okay. We still, we still tight to this day. That's my roommate, too. Oh, nice. So, yeah, that's that's one. Um we still in the group chat. We we still like the class of twenty. Uh, the whole class, like Quiddy Pay. Um, we got C's, Caesar. Uh, yeah. You got Drew Singleton. You got James Hudson. We still we still talk to like we still cool. But but the most like, I think Hudson got drafted too, yeah, right? Yeah, James Hudson got drafted because he went to uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Let's just okay, okay. Yeah, that whole class, we still cool, we still tight. But the the person I say like like tight, the most tight out that group is ben, Benjamin St. Juice. That's for sure. Okay, that's yeah. good. Now, was James going off about about uh, Harbaugh with with all that drama going on, man? Say that again. I can't hear. Was James going off about all that drama? Because I know like uh, James's mom came out and like uh, was like talking about how like. Uh, Jim was trying to like stop the the, uh, the uh, transfer or or something, and uh, then a whole bunch of media stuff got involved, and it was just wild, wild. Oh, I, 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 I don't know nothing. I, I don't know uh, anything about that situation. Yeah, that was wild. That was yeah, wild. Was, I'm like, what yeah. is going on here, man? Um, I do have a request to come up here, or they delete it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so we've been on here for about 45, 46 minutes. Uh, I appreciate you guys' time. Um, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, is there anything you want to leave us with? Uh, any any more questions from the group? Anybody ask more questions? I mean, you know, feel, feel free. Blueprint J asks, one thing you miss about Michigan. Oh, one thing I miss. Oh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. <laughs> Everything, everything that comes with it, man. Uh, no, most importantly, the fans though. The fans, fans is the most diehard fans ever. Like, oh my god, like best fans in the world. So that, that's probably the most, most, most important thing I miss. To be honest. honest, now, now when when you post something or like when you were at Michigan and you were being recruited or when you committed and you would open up your replies and all you see is a bunch of M, M emojis. Do you like that? Or, or is it like a little bit overwhelming at times? I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I mean, I guess I liked it. It was cool. I mean, <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, beautiful. It's Joe, cool. if you didn't go to Michigan originally, where do you think you would have gone? Uh, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure, but p- probably somewhere in the south for sure. Somewhere in the south, yeah. which leads me to another question from AK, coming from Georgia. Did you find the adjustment to the weather to the weather was real, or is it overblown? Ooh, from the south, you know, you got all the heat, all the good weather. And going to Michigan, like it's like degrees just dropped. So my first year, <laughs> first year, I, I had to really adjust to it. I had to really adjust. I'm like, ah, but I, I did actually, I actually did adjust well to it. Like I was really like when it was snowing and stuff. I'm going out with shorts. I was going like going out with slides during the snow. I was like, I got used to it. I actually got used to it. To be honest, so it was cool. It okay. wasn't that bad how everybody make it seem like though. All right. <laughs> now I have a question from Orhe. So, just to just to preface this, people ask me this question a lot, and I always <laughs> say other than me, and then I would go into my into my answer. So, um, who is someone on the Michigan team you thought deserved more playing time? 
Uh, somebody went out there, right? Yeah, and you're just like, why isn't he playing? He said, you know what I mean? Why? Why isn't he playing? No, like why isn't he someone who you felt someone you felt didn't get that opportunity yet, and you're wondering why? Like, could you see the talent? They're like outplaying who's in front of them, but they just never got that opportunity. So, so people ask me that all the time, and my answer never changes. I always say Esso Akune. Uh, I thought that he had a shot to do very, very well, but he was never given a given a chance. If we had right. open practices and people saw us practice, they would think Esso was a starter or he was in the top seven rotation. Yeah. But he uh, never got an opportunity to yeah. play more than the garbage time. So, yeah. uh-huh. so just the – I didn't mean I would say uh, definitely uh, James Hudson probably for sure. James Hudson? Yeah. Because he, he came in as a D-line, you know, that's, and they switched him to O-line. So, and he did – and he adjusted well. And he did good. He's very athletic, so I'm like, I don't know, but never got that shot really. Yeah, gotcha. Um, William asks, how big of a factor is academics at Michigan compared to the other schools you that you've been to? Ooh, uh, like, like Michigan is a one of the best best schools to go to, like biggest school in the world, so. Of course, you are connected to everybody. Connected, like when you got that M on your chest, like it, it means something. You're part of something big. So, um, education is huge uh, compared to other schools. I mean, of course, it's not the same as Michigan. So, not you're not. I mean, I, I wouldn't say you're not connected at, at all at the other schools I was at, but it's definitely not like Michigan, though. So, yeah, and. I'll tell you this much from uh, from my experience. Michigan, uh, when it comes to how if, – if this was about how tough it was, I went to grad school at Toledo. Mm. That was the easiest yeah. I've ever had in school was at Toledo. Right. Like Michigan, like they would throw some class in there that will just Ooh. kick your tail up and down all semester long and have you up Man. and like – 7 a.m. in the morning when you got 8.30 weights. I, I, I feel you, man. Like, <laughs> I feel you. I feel your pain. I understand. I understand. They do. They, they kick you down now. <laughs> it, it ain't nothing easy just because you're a student athlete. You don't mean you just come in and just make, like, you got an easy A. You got to work for that. Man. Whew. Man. Man. I was up, man. I, I can't even count the the overnighters I've done, man. And it was just, just the all-nighters just going, going, going. And I printed out and then I'd have practice, like practice, practice. So I would have to go to the gas station, get three, five hour energies and just take them all and be like, Lord, get me through this. Yeah. Please. <laughs> just, just get me, yeah. just get me through. <laughs> Please. Of practice too. Practices. Woo. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough, but oh, you got to do what you got to do. You you know? And you nobody gotta. cares. And nobody cares because yeah, in their mind, everybody's going through it, right? Yep. So, hey, deal with it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, who was the funniest dude on the team when you were at Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I still be laughing to this day. Oh my god! So. It's so much. We uh got Josh Uche. Uche was funny. Uh, Chris Evans was funny for sure. Uh, um, didn't Chris Evans get drafted as well? Yeah, yeah he, he, he did. did. He yeah. went sixth. I'm so proud yeah. of him, man. Great yeah. guy, man. Good. Oh, well, he limited, I mean, he he ran for 73 yards for 16 carries. It went sixth. He must have killed it. And for that dude. To go from where he was to get called on the on day three, dude, I, I man, all props to him. Good lord, yeah. yeah. And because I was looking at the yardage he was running, and he didn't run that many yards, and I'm like, but but his his resume 
and his character, man, is like is unmatched, man. So outside of football, man, he was a great person, man. So yeah. I'm not surprised he got drafted at all because he was a great athlete and and a great person as well. And, and I tell all kids, character play a major factor in being drafted as well too. He's a great kid, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially yeah. in football, when they have picks picks to use like that. You know, they're going to take a couple of character kids. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why the NFL for you is not out of realm of possibility. You know what I mean? You come in there and you test well, you interview well. Hey, who knows, right? Who knows? Yeah. Um, Nick asks, what do you think of the new transfer rules in college where you get that one-year waiver? Uh One year waiver. Yeah, so like yeah. now, if you are an undergrad yeah. and say you want to go transfer to another Division One, yeah. it could be in conference. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can play right away. Oh, oh yeah, I, I yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, like like that. The day, end of the day, it's the player's decision, and because coaches, coaches going like if they got another opportunity, they they, they gonna leave regardless. So I, I mean, mm-hmm. like before that rule, I, I think like players couldn't like go to certain conferences, like the same conference, something like that. Yeah, like, like that. or or the coach would like block certain schools. Yeah, block. Yeah, that you couldn't go to. Right. Yeah. So I th- I think it's actually good for the players to have that one year waiver. So I I'm all for it. <laughs> okay. Now, do you remember the worst class you took at Michigan? I know worst, mine. Mine was worst, stats three fifty. Worst class. Uh, I would say when I first came in, we, we was uh, it was this math class we had. Like all, all the freshmen had to take that, and and that math class just it drained us because because they killed us on that math class. Then we had to rush all the way to practice. That was like, oh man, that was just. Struggle for all of us, but I mean, was that class cool. over in like CC Little? It was at the Alice Lloyd, like all the way, like around the Alice Lloyd and stuff <laughs> like, like the that. opposite side of campus. Yes, and <laughs> after that, after the class, we got to rush down, like all the way down to practice. It was oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's like it's like not the class itself; it's just the whole sequence of things. Yeah. It's like, well, I got to go here for like two hours, but then I got to make sure that I get the bus at this exact time yep. to get to practice just in time to go through whatever drills we have to go through and all that. But um, let's see. Okay. Okay. I, I'm i I'm pretty sure that's it, it man. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to leave us with? Anything else? Uh, uh, not really. Just not really. <laughs> Okay, I want to say this before I get off. I just, I just want to um, uh, appreciate the fans um, and the support uh, from all the fans because they they truly love Kurt man, and um, and, and we we forever grateful uh, to Michigan and uh, we we go blue till the day we die, and um, they're the greatest experience probably anyone could ever have. And I tell every kid if you get an opportunity to go to Michigan, not only stick it out. But uh, appreciate where you're at because Michigan is one of the best universities you can go to outside of sports. You know, this is a great school. It's phenomenal. Ann Arbor is a beautiful city. And uh, I tell every kid, if you get an opportunity to go to Michigan, please go because that experience is priceless, man. So I want to thank everybody, the fans, you guys, man, to always keep Kurt uh, in his prayers, man. And uh, I know we can do it all over again. We won't won't switch a thing, man. Michigan – is always in our heart, and if we, if we ever knock on the door again, we, we we always make a decision. Always go back to Michigan. Michigan is like one of the more beautiful beautiful schools in the world, man. So that's one. As a parent, uh, the experience at Michigan was priceless, man, and I enjoyed the ride, and I, and I love everybody at Michigan, man. So I want to thank the fans as well, man. Thank you, thank the university, thank Coach Harbaugh for the experience in itself, man. A kid from Georgia. And you remember when Kirk came to Georgia, I mean, from Michigan, he was the first Georgia kid, like 20 years to go to Michigan. So he opened up the floodgates of heaven for the people in the South yeah. to go to Michigan, you know. Uh, I mean, Aubrey Solomon went to Michigan because of Kirk, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, 
you going, Kurt, I'm going, you know, and, and just it's a beautiful experience for kids in the South and anywhere in the world to get that experience. Go blue for life. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, big Kurt, low Kurt, anytime. Um, if you want to reach out to me, you have my Twitter. Um, thank you for everything. And I love to have you on here again, especially when, um, you know, it's uh, it's time for you to prepare for the NFL draft. Who knows? But um, um, I am going to be looking forward to watching you play these next one or two years, wherever that may uh, be. But thank you for everybody in the chat for hanging out, chilling with us today. And thank you again to Big and Lil' Kurt. I'll talk to you all, man. Thank you, thank sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you so Thanks. much.